during the campaign, you said that you would appoint justices who were against abortion rights. Will you appoint, are you looking to appoint a justice who wants to overturn Roe v. Wade? So here's what's going to happen. Uh, I'm going to, pro I'm pro-life. Uh, the judges will be pro-life. Um, they'll be... But what about overturning? Much, well, there are a couple law. of things. They'll be pro-life. They'll be, uh, in terms of uh, the whole gun situation, we know the Second Amendment, and everybody's talking about the Second Amendment, and they're trying to dice it up and change it. Uh, they're going to be very pro-Second Amendment. But having to do with abortion, what it, if, if it ever were overturned, it would go back to the states. So but it would go back to the some states. Some women states. won't be able to get an abortion. No, it'll go back to the states. By state? No, some... Yeah. Well, they'll perhaps have to, go to want... another, have to go to another state. That's anyway, okay. Well, we'll see what happens. It's got a long way to go, just so you understand. That has a long, long way to go. Leslie Marshall, welcome, welcome back. Only True Democracy in Talk Radio. In this hour, just you and me, 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Like I said, I've got a lot to talk about. Now, you just heard Donald Trump talking about Supreme Court appointments, Roe v. Wade, and abortion. I have so much to say about this. Like I said before um, the break, Leslie Stahl's from Boston. I'm from Boston. She started a career late in life in broadcasting, and I had a lot of respect for her until last night. There were a number of questions I felt should have been asked of Donald Trump that were not. She didn't ask him about the Muslim ban, ID cards, and internment camps. She didn't challenge him on three million that he said were criminals in the undocumented community when those numbers have been disproven by all the fact check resources. We don't even have three million people incarcerated in the United States total, and the majority of criminals in the U.S. are white and are American. In addition to that, Technically, anybody who comes over the U.S. border without papers is illegal. That means little babies that were in their mother's arms. So what specifically does he mean by criminal? How would that be done? Who's going to pay for it? And what about the four years of backlog that we have in immigration court so far? Remember, if he builds retention centers, those are just more private prisons, and he benefits from real estate. She didn't bring up the conflict of interest, having his daughter running businesses for him, not only in the past, but going forward and being a part of his cabinet. She didn't play the, the mocking of a disabled person and ask him about that and challenge him on that. She didn't ask him about uh, misogynistic comments. She didn't ask him about the 75 pending lawsuits, and she did not ask him about the dozen or more women that allege that he sexually harassed him, them and that there will be a civil case led by Gloria Allred against him when he is in office. The list goes on. Those are just some of the questions I would have asked in addition to the ones Leslie Stahl did. Here's the deal. We have so much audio to play. We have so much to talk about, and I have so many questions to ask you. So let's get to it. First, you just heard Trump talking about Supreme Court appointment, Roe v. Wade abortion. This is how Donald Trump doesn't understand the Constitution, the Supreme Court, or, or the political process. Roe v. Wade is a decision in 1973 that made abortion legal throughout the land. Throughout the land means in all 50 states in our nation. If Roe v. Wade is overturned, abortion will be illegal, and therefore, carrot top Dumbo, when he says, oh, they have to go to another state, doesn't know what the hell he's talking about, because if you outlaw something in all 50 states, 
you can't make it legal. Now, you might say, well, they do it with marijuana. Yes. And the DEA has not come in, although they did in the Bush administration, in L.A. and in San Francisco and shut down some people who were selling marijuana for medicinal purposes. But technically, even if states vote for marijuana to be legal, the DEA could come in because nationally it's still illegal. So when he says they would have to go to another state, that doesn't make any sense because every state would be breaking the law and every doctor would be put in a very bad position because you can be stripped of your medical license if you break the law, if you have a criminal record. And that could be considered a criminal charge and a a spot on your record enough to remove that MD from your name. This would set us back, and I don't care how you feel about abortion. I want to be clear. I would not make that choice, but I have the choice. I am of the mindset that no government should tell me how to dress, who I marry, who I love, who I sleep with, and what the hell to do with my body. And that has to do with if I'm diagnosed with cancer and I say, screw it, I'm ready to meet my maker, I don't want to take vitamins, I don't want radiation, I don't want to go to a hospice, I just want to travel till I die, that's my prerogative. It is my body. So, you know, this is a slippery slope because it's not just about abortion, folks. If you can't have children, and I've been there, do you have a right to have IVF? How many cycles? Do you have a right to probe the embryos if you carry terminal illness, like I do? Where does this go? This is a slippery slope. Now, the good thing is the Supreme Court doesn't just do what the president wants. One of the great things about our nations is we are a nation of checks and balances and a government of checks and balances. And he can support conservative court members, but there's no reason to overturn Roe v. Wade, and you have to have something come up through the lower courts to reach the main court that he was right on. It's a lengthy process. It, it takes a lot of time, and the Supreme Court has to accept that on its docket. And most conservatives I know believe that Roe v. Wade is the law of the land, and nobody on the Supreme Court is going to overturn that because you are now dabbling in the rights of an individual um, and that, you know, a personal rights. And you do have personal rights. Um, remember, the Constitution is not a biblical document. It is a governmental document. Uh, let's play some more video audio because the guys have done so much work here getting this together. Um, this is Trump discussing deporting two to three million immigrants and building his wall with some fencing, of course. So let's go through very quickly some of the promises you made and tell us if you're going to do what you said or are you going to change it in any way. Um, are you really going to build a wall? Yes. They're talking about a fence in the Republican Congress. Would you accept a fence? Uh, for certain areas I would, but certain areas the wall is more appropriate. I'm very good at this. It's called construction. But so part wall, fence part be, fence? Yeah, it could be, there could be some fencing. What about the pledge to deport millions and millions of undocumented immigrants? What we are going to do is get the people that are criminal and have criminal records, gang members, drug dealers. We have a lot of these people. Probably two million, it could even be three million. We're getting them out of our country or we're going to incarcerate. But we're getting them out of our country. They're here illegally. After the border is secured and after everything gets normalized, we're going to make a determination on the people that you're talking about who are terrific people. They're terrific people. But we're going to make a determination at that. But before we make that determination, lastly, it's very important. We want to secure our border. 
Okay, so first of all, we can't afford the wall. Mexico's not going to pay for it. And the fence that we have right now doesn't work. Secondly, and I'm going to write a piece about this, a wall doesn't do what even many of you who voted for Trump and some of you who didn't think it might do. You think it'll stop illegal immigration. It won't. Immigrants come to the Canadian border. Um, people who are here that were on student or work visas and their visas expired, by the way, that's a huge amount of the backlog. And we don't even have the time to go through the backlog we have. In addition to that, none of the 19 hijackers came over the border of Mexico. The massacre at Fort Hood, he didn't come from Mexico. Pulse nightclub, didn't come from Mexico. All the mass shootings, Aurora, uh, Virginia Tech, Sandy Hook, none of them came from Mexico. And illegal immigration is down from Mexico. It is up in some areas like from China and other Asian countries where they come in through containers in our ports on the west and east coast, and more so the west. Are we going to build a wall and block our entire coastline, our view, take down our hotels and people's livelihoods and, uh, you, you know, and, and, and you know, their ability to retire you know, on the beach? Is that what's coming next? Oh, and what about supermodels like Melania who came here illegally, probably through Canada or from work and stayed because she liked this country when her visa expired? The wall will not keep us safe from ISIS recruiting people through the Internet, especially if you disenfranchise the Muslim community, many of which who already felt crapped on and now will feel worse. Wall's not going to stop that. What the wall will do, I believe, symbolically, will tear down what the Statue of Liberty stands for, and we should take our ass out of the harbor if we, in fact, build that wall. We can't. can't afford it. We can't man it. And it won't prevent people from coming here illegally. And it won't stop crime, it won't stop murder, it won't stop mass shootings, and it won't give you your job. See, the majority of undocumented workers do menial labor that you don't want, picking lettuce and grapes, taking care of our babies, cutting our grass. And most of those jobs are available. You just don't want them, and you don't want to raise the minimum wage. By the way, workers... There are not two to three million undocumented immigrants with criminal records for him to deport. Big surprise that Donald Trump would give out false information and lie to the American people. As a matter of fact, there are only two million maximum criminals in our entire incarceration system in the United States of America. Okay? Now, according to Homeland Security... There are roughly 1.9 million non-citizen immigrants who have been convicted of crimes and subject to deportation. The government calls them removable criminal aliens. However, that does not, that includes both undocumented immigrants and non-citizens who are here legally. Okay? So, you, so people have green cards who are not undocumented, who came here pro, uh, uh, properly. The Migration Policy Institute, which is think tank, think tank, says there are about 11 million uh, immigrants in the United States illegally, um, 820,000 of those have criminal records. But then again, stealing a pack of gum, having a dime bag, murdering somebody, very different. And another thing, how do you find these people? Seriously, do you think they're wearing it on their chest? Oh, I'm an illegal and I'm a criminal. I committed a crime. How are we going to find these people? We don't have the resources. We don't have the people. That's why there's a four-year backlog for the kids who came over the border. Children that are in prisons, in a sense. Deplorable, yes, I'll use that word again, conditions. So, again, we saw from Donald Trump 
He lied before. He's lying now. He'll continue to do so. Here's Trump responding to the professional protesters across America. Cut three. Now, you're not scared, but there are people, Americans, who are scared, and some of them are demonstrating right now, demonstrating against you, against your rhetoric. That's only because they don't know me. I I really believe that. That's only because they listen to you in the campaign, and that's. I I just don't think they know me. What do you think they're demonstrating against? Well, I think in some cases you have professional protesters, and we had it. uh, If you look at WikiLeaks, uh, we had those people down there. Well, Leslie. Yeah, I think. Oh, I think some of them will be professional. Okay, but what about? They're in every city. When they demonstrate against you, and there are signs out there, I mean, don't you say? To yourself, I guess you don't. You know, do I have to worry about this? Do I have to go out and assuage them? Do I have to tell them not to be afraid? They're afraid. I would tell them, don't be afraid. Absolutely. But that's not what you're saying. I said it. Oh, I think, no, no, I think I'm saying it. I've been saying it. Okay. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Here's an area where she, Leslie Stahl, should have held him to task, okay? First of all, they are afraid. I live in Southern California. And you know what I think is wonderful? There are children walking out of school. And some people say, oh, my God, that's terrible. No, they're exercising the First Amendment. They're being peaceful. Do you know what they're saying? I'm 16, and I could not vote. The adults of the world have let us down. We're scared. We're scared our family's going to be torn apart. Our parents are crying. My father could be deported. He supports our family. Or I'm here because President Obama said I could stay, and my mother brought me across the border. You want to know why they want to deport them? Because in two years, those 16-year-olds will be 18, and they will vote. Hopefully. Democrats stay home. Two years if Democrats stay home, I swear to God, I'm going to leave the country, not because of Trump, but because of all of you who sat on your ass and then got up and protested later. The only way. This protest, it's wonderful. It gives me chills. But it's not going to stop Donald Trump from being president. It won't even stop Donald Trump from trying to deport those of you who are afraid. And the Hispanic community came out on mass. I'm sorry, but I said it before, I'll say it again. Women, those of you who voted for Trump, a misogynist, shame on you. Young people, those of you who stayed home, Bernie Airbus, those of you who voted for Jill Stein or Gary Johnson, and those in the African-American community that didn't come out to support Hillary Clinton like you did for President Obama, you all together are responsible for Donald Trump being elected. And that's not my opinion. That's fact. Those are numbers. So here's the deal. Leslie Stahl didn't ask him about mocking the disabled guy. Leslie Stahl didn't ask him about they don't send us their best rapists and murderers or the Muslim ban. And that was a perfect opportunity. These children in Southern California are coming out because they are afraid. And I have to tell you something else. There have been more hate crimes, either verbally or physically, past few weeks than in the entire year. We'll be back. I'm Leslie Marshall. We are back. 
Talk. I'm Leslie Marshall. We have a lot of phone calls. We have a lot of uh, audio, but uh, and I have a lot of questions to ask. So let me ask you some of those questions. You heard Trump talking about Supreme Court appointments, Roe v. Wade, and abortion. You heard him discussing deporting two to three million immigrants and building his wall with some fencing. And you heard him responding to professional protesters across America. We'll play more from him. But I want to know from you, does Trump's naming, we didn't even talk about, uh, you know, some of his appointments, like his chief White House strategist, Steve Bannon, um, the anti-Muslim conspiracies, the white nationalist ideology, is that going to be welcome in the White House? And if not, what message does this move send? Steve Bannon is known to be anti-Semitic, to be a white nationalist or white supremacist or of that mindset. What message does this send? You tell me. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Trump said he would drain the swamp, yet he's hiring part of that swamp to work with him. Doesn't this prove that he's conning the American people? And some of you may feel already, if you voted for him, Leslie, you were right. I was duped. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now, Trump is more than willing to appoint, appoint an anti-choice Supreme Court justice that would overturn Roe v. Wade. Yet, he says the decision that legalized marriage equality has already been decided on, and he's fine with it. So does he want these decisions overturned or not? I mean, the same people that want Roe v. Wade overturned don't want gay people to get married. And isn't this a double standard? In watching his interview in 60 Minutes and hearing the rhetoric and seeing his appointments, does anybody really know where Trump stands on the issues? Does he even know? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Trump said no transition from Obamacare to his plan. Physically impossible. Even Mike Pence and Paul Ryan said there's going to be a transition. Does this show how things are going to be the next four years, depending different stories, depending on whose mouth is moving? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now, I told you some of the questions I would have liked seen uh, asked on 60 Minutes last night by Leslie Stahl, like, what about the Muslim man? What about you mocking a disabled individual? Or what about a woman who says you raped her when, you were thir- when she was 13? Pick up the phone and join me. What question, if any, was not asked last night that you would have liked to see Leslie Stahl in 60 Minutes ask? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now, a pinnacle of Trump's campaign was that he would build a great wall along the southern border of America. He now says parts of it will be just a fence. If you're a Trump supporter, does this disappoint you? Especially if that's the reason you voted for him. There were already fences up. They aren't working. And like I said, building a wall will not make you safer and will not stop terrorism, will not stop ISIS, and will not give you jobs. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. What are the chances that Trump's deportation force actually comes through? Will this policy of deportation and his border wall suffocate his administration? 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. Now remember, Trump wants to cut taxes across the board, business and income. But the border wall is going to be 15 to $25 billion just to build, never mind demand. Where's he planning on getting the money for the project? Out of thin air? And please, don't call me and tell me Mexico will pay for it. I will throw up on you. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543. And lastly, don't you find Trump having a family member in his cabinet who worked on and will continue to work with his companies is just as much conflict, if not more conflict of interest, than somebody, uh, say, writing a check to the Clinton Foundation and then wanting access to the Secretary of State? No quid pro quo on this one? 
888-653-7543. Let's go to the calls. Pick up the phone and uh, join us. And uh, let me see, let me see. I guess we go to James and Ithaca, line two, listening on WNYY. Good afternoon. Hello, how are you? Good. Good. I'd like to ask you, what about the people's, uh, how, how do I want to put this? I'm trying to figure it out. Don't the people have the right to argue a point? And if so, why is everybody complaining about the rallies? The, the, I'm seeing this wrong. People, I'm sorry, I'm saying this totally wrong. The people of the United States... Let me, let, me, let, me try, let me try and help you. You're talking about the protests since Trump yeah. was elected. Right? Okay. And, and and what are you saying about those protests? What are you saying that people aren't saying that, you know, you would like to say? I'm saying that everybody has their own opinions, and it's not, Trump has not, uh, this has nothing to do with, with him personally. Everybody has their own personal feelings. He can blame this on Trump. Everybody has to take their own responsibility for what they do. And that's, that's what I'm hearing from you. And maybe I'm getting you wrong. I hope I am. Well, I guess you are getting me wrong, because I said they had a personal responsibility to vote against this guy on November 8th. But remember, some of these people voting, I mean, excuse me, uh, uh, protesting, are kids under 18. And, and they have absolutely every right via the First Amendment to peacefully protest. Violence, no. I'm completely against violence in any way, shape, or form. I don't care if you're protesting or not. And what the reason, there's no, 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 no uh, excuse uh, for that, in my opinion. Um, so, uh, no. No, I, I don't, you know, they have every right. Uh, that's one of the things that's wonderful about our country. You can protest any time about anything you want. Now, vandalism and things like that, no. The First Amendment no, does not guarantee you. That's where I disagree. That's where I agree with you. Okay, I do agree with you. Another issue I want to ask you about is, and this happened to me, okay? I lost a son to do late, a late abortion that she, she had. Now, my parents have always wanted children. And I have a hard time with it's their body. It takes two to tangle, honey. Two people to tangle. And well, you know, I don't disagree. I don't, wait, I don't disagree with that. It takes two to, to tango. However, uh, part of the problem that we have in the United States is uh, the overwhelming number of women who are having children who are fathered by a child, and the father doesn't stick around. I mean, that's why we have so many deadbeat dads dragged into a court. So when, the, when women are going to get an abortion, the overwhelming majority of them, it's not that the father is saying, hey, wait, I want that baby. The father's not stepping up and taking responsibility uh, to provide for that woman and her child. And I'll say one other thing. If Roe v. Wade were overturned, women will die because we will go back to unsafe abortions, and that means some of our children. And in addition to that, um, the welfare rules, if people are complaining about handouts now, hang on. It's going to be an expensive ride. I appreciate the call. 888-6-LESLIE, 888-653-7543 is the number. Let's go to Michael next in the Bronx on line three. Michael, good afternoon. Hi, Leslie. How are you? You know, you know, a couple of questions that I would raise to Mr. Trump, and I'm not sure if they were raised last night, was, number one, 
Um, he tells, first off, he says um, for his supporters to stop, right, to stop the... And then um, he said, I don't know what if that'll do any good. Stop it. That was, oh, that's so damn forceful and leader-like, but go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's like, you know full well that not all of his supporters were watching, maybe let alone listening, all right? He started this during the campaign and is going way the hell out of proportion or way the hell out of hand with so many people, you know, violating the law and thinking, like, I don't have to answer to nobody. Um, yours truly was um, nearly a victim of that, and I'm lucky to be alive um, to talk to you about it because otherwise I might have been dead from a head-on collision from an accident by a speeding school bus who ran the stop sign, and then he's going to curse me out because I'm in his way. And I'm making a left turn, but he was supposed to stop as well. I got his number. I reported him. But nonetheless, the other question is the cabinet members. There's so much speculation as if whether or not Rudy Giuliani was going to be named attorney general. You know, um, this reporter should have done her homework. And in case anybody doesn't know, Mr. Giuliani cannot, I repeat, cannot be attorney general because he has no license to practice law. His law license was revoked back in the 80s because of gross prosecutorial misconduct that he was facing special prosecution and, and criminal charges for falsifying evidence and obstruction of justice. To avoid incarceration, he made a plea deal with the special prosecutors, and you can all check this out in a documentary entitled Giuliani Time is um, Chronicle in there. And the thing is, is that Mr. Giuliani had to plead guilty, surrender his law license, and he is now barred for life from ever practicing law. To be attorney general, you would have to be licensed to practice law. So... This is something for everyone to take note of. Contact your senators in the event that there is a nomination hearing and raise to them that check this out. Do not, you cannot let this guy just come into um, the Justice Department and be attorney general when he's legally. Well, part, of the pro- part of the problem is, Michael, as, as lovely as that is, and, you know, all the excitement, you know, about you know, protests um, and, you know, and uh, a nomination, I mean, they were majority in the, in the House and the Senate, and, you know, the majority is going to say, yeah, that's our guy, thumbs up. No, but see, here's the thing, Leslie, that if you Republicans and Mr. Trump always want to talk about the law, the law, the law, you know, you got to follow the law A to Z as well. No one is above it, even if you guys may not like it. And the, the thing with um, the Roe v. Wade, I want everyone to get off the um, abortion thing for a minute, and I'll explain why. This Roe v. Wade decision even works for the pro-lifers. Do you know how many women were being forced to go for an abortion? And they had used the same argument saying, no, I want to keep this baby. I want to have it. I'm pro-life. My body, my choice. So if Roe v. Wade was overturned, this could really backfire against the pro-lifers. What Roe v. Wade... What this argument is all about, it has nothing to do with pro-life. It really has nothing to do with pro-choice. It has to do with men, white white wingers. Michael, I think it has to do with ignorance. And the reason is abortions are at one of its lowest levels uh, that we've had in, in ages. In addition to that, in years. 
In addition to that, um, the evangelical community that want Roe v. Wade overturned are of the misconception that if Roe v. Wade is overturned, there will not be abortions, and that's not true. And I'm going to guarantee that these people are not going to show up en masse to adopt those children. We already have about half a million children in the United States who are adoptable that no one's adopting. It's called the Blue Book, not for the cars, but for kids. And in addition to that, um, the same people that want Roe v. Wade overturned complain that there are too many people on the teat, if you will, of America uh, with food stamps and welfare. And those numbers will be explosive if people um, are forced to have children. And then if you add to that, taking away funding to Planned Parenthood that does not pay for abortions but does pay for birth control and does pay for education and does pay for prenatal care, you're also going to be paying perhaps for, um, for individuals that have children that are not well which will be much more expensive, and uh, then the mother who has to stay home, and then, of, of course, there's going to be just more births out there because they won't have the um, access to free birth control or the education that uh, a federally uh, funded clinic like Planned Parenthood provides. But, Leslie, in, in support of your um, argument and the reasons that you just gave, can I just say what it really comes down to what's on the minds of a lot of these right-wingers, and that one word is control. They want to control the women. They want to control the minorities. They, oh, they want to go back to this Neanderthal days, the hell with the law, the hell with the Constitution. That's exactly what they're thinking about. And then the women that want to overturn Roe v. Wade are not even thinking. They're just hook, line, and sink right, in, um, you know, right behind the Neanderthal-style men. And I'm saying is, is that we're at a day and age where... We have equal rights here, and, you know, God help the people that want to take away my equal rights, my wife equals rights, your equal rights. They know damn well they wouldn't want it done to them, so why the hell are you doing it to us? I think it's a good question. Leslie Marshall, I'm out of here. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a great afternoon and evening.